This is Big Business with Sarah. This podcast guides you to finding what you desire most in life and business, because running a business is very much about your personal development. In this podcast, I'm sharing what my clients ask me and how I help them. Thanks for joining. How to go on a workation. At the beginning of this year, I planned for a workation and on my Instagram feed and in my coaching community, I got some questions on how I did it. Uh, so I thought, let's create a podcast about this. And I'm so excited to share because I love a good workation from from now on, actually. <laughs> and I did kind of experiment with it last year in Ibiza when I created my private podcast, Your Summer Reset, which was a very fun exercise. But yeah, so now I thought, you know what, I'm going to do it a little bit better and I'm going to share my experiences with you and how I, you know, what I liked about it, what I didn't really like about it. And, you know, give you also some general tips on how you can apply this in your business too. So how did this idea actually get started? It was actually, and I, I just wanted to tell you also that I loved preparing for this. I just finished writing and I thought, okay, let's just immediately record it. I have a meeting in 25 minutes, so it has to be finished before then. But I really enjoyed creating this episode. So thank you for listening and uh, yeah, enjoying it with me. So it was actually quite a coincidence to, you know, how this started. So one of my friends who is a very good, brilliant art curator in Berlin, uh, but he used to live in, live in Amsterdam, where I currently live. Um, he was hosting a performance in the Stedelijk Museum. It's a museum of modern art here in Amsterdam. And... I don't remember why, but for some reason I was unable to attend the performance, but I did go to the drinks afterwards to see my friend. And he said to me, why not come to the Berlin performance in January? And I actually loved the idea. So this was last summer. And actually, he I don't think he knew that, but I really love Berlin in the winter. That, you know, that grim, brutalist, cold city. So, you know, the, f the first idea... Um, was born actually and then a couple of weeks later I saw an event I wanted to go to in the east of the Netherlands Amsterdam is in the west kind of most yeah well it is almost the west coast and um and it was actually that event that I saw was on the Friday right before the weekend that the performance was in Berlin and so I thought okay this can't be a coincidence I just have to book uh, everything so the hotels uh, train and um, yeah everything and then also I figured out that some of my friends were going to the event as well so you know the workation it was decided and I really liked it as you might know I'm married and I hardly travel alone and I th I think it was about six years ago last time that I did actually so it was actually very exciting for me and uh, yeah, it was, it was a really nice experience. So I went from Thursday afternoon through Saturday morning. So on Thursday afternoon, I went to Appledorn where the event was and then until Saturday morning to, you know, for that event. And then on uh, Saturday afternoon, I would go to Berlin and take the six hour train ride to Berlin. <laughs> 
And so now I'm just going to share with you how, you know, what the weekend, you know, long weekend looked like. So you have an idea on how I, how I spent my time. And, you know, you can do this. I'm giving you also some tips at the end of the episode, but you can also do this, you know, the way that you want. Um, so on that Thursday afternoon, I decided, uh, when I arrived at Appledore, I actually decided to visit a museum because another friend of mine had an exhibition there. And, you know, I thought, you know, it's also a little bit of a vacation. So, you know, let's just uh, let's just dive in. And I already worked a bit. It was a one hour train ride to Appledorn from Amsterdam. I worked a little bit in the train. And um, after visiting the museum, I went to have a drink and dinner with uh, with my friends that I was going to meet at the event. And I also decided to uh, to spend the night in the hotel so that I wouldn't have to wake up super early uh, on Friday morning. And uh, after that dinner, I then journaled on what I wanted to get from the event. And the event itself on Friday was the entire day. I think it was from 10 till till about 4.30. And it was absolutely fantastic. And uh, actually in the time that I booked the event and that I um, that the event actually took place, I decided because it was an event of my business coach, I decided to work with her. I didn't know yet when I booked the, the ticket for the event. But uh, yeah, so it was very nice also seeing my fellow coaches and uh, connecting with them and um, and um, yeah, just meeting everyone in real life. And so not only did I get, you know, a lot of value in, you know, having the conversations, but also I did get very inspired from everything that I learned and I wrote so much in my journal, actually, it's, it's almost exploding. Um, and that evening I had dinner and actually then I was really tired. So um, I went to bed and then in the morning I, you know, I took it really, really easy and, uh, you know, wrote, wrote down some more things and actually decided a little bit what I wanted to do. So I decided that I wanted to work in the train. I decided I wanted to work on creating a separate page for my sales challenge, which was going to happen on Monday. And, um, but that turned out a little bit different than I expected. Then I took the taxi to the train and then, um, yeah, the six hour train ride was going to start. And when I was going into the train, I realized that the internet wasn't as good or when I was sitting in the train actually. So actually then I decided to write, 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 um, sales pages, additions to my project, product trees, journaling. Um, I did some meditations and so much more. And I actually wanted to prepare for that sales challenge, but it was too, too difficult with that connection to set it up, you know, to create a separate page on my website. Uh, so, yeah, it was just, you know, what a shame, but I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to find the Internet. So once I arrived in Berlin, I met my friends and I think this was about well, I arrived at seven and then we met at nine. We had dinner and then we had a party. And it was actually really nice from seven till nine. I, I just went to explore the city a little bit, went to a museum that was open at night. And um, I went to a department store and I got bought some gifts. And um, um, and then we had a party after, because it was a birthday party of one of his friends. 
and it was actually really nice and I thought you know what this is exactly what Berlin is you know you're going out and it's it's a lot of fun and uh, I had a minor hangover on on that Sunday and I thought when will I learn so <laughs> I was very <laughs> but I was very determined to visit museums and so I did that day and um Actually, in my business, I was right in the face that I decided to wanting to change my personal brand. So actually, that day was really to write down everything that inspired me. And maybe you're thinking, hmm, is that work? Yes, that is work. And so Berlin, uh, in case you don't know, is a very layered city with a very complex history and... You know, at some point I try to imagine myself like I am Berlin <laughs> and how I could show that more. Because in Berlin, you can see those layers so well, uh, you know, with par parts of the wall everywhere and, you know, other relics from the past and really big museums that tell the story of Berlin. And I thought, um, ah, I should do that to, for my business too. And it's such a nice insight, you know. It's just something that exists, you know, because you're taking some downtime, but still are very focused. It was a little bit like almost a meditation, um, you know, to to really focus on, um, yeah, on on seeing the connections there. And maybe I, I am not a very spiritual person, but it was actually it felt like a very a little bit like a spiritual um, experience and. And I think also because I'm so used to not travel alone, actually, um, that, you know, it, it was just a, a very nice feeling, very interesting. And it was just something I hadn't done in a long time. And um, I can also honestly say that from this experience, my idea for Nine Lives started to emerge. So that's my free masterclass I'm hosting every two weeks. And it's about... And it's really about having more than one life and that everyone is layered. You know, I was just thinking about myself during Berlin, but then on the way back, I thought actually about everyone, you know, everybody has a layered life. You know, you always have, you know, and, and yeah, I should explain maybe to you if you haven't read my post. Um, so I wrote on LinkedIn and Instagram, I wrote about that I started my career as a sports coach. I really wanted to be a sports coach. I loved it. I love standing in front of groups. I love moving. I love, you know, creating something from nothing. I'm not saying that the people I worked with were nothing, but actually, you know, you're training someone and you see instant results. And I really like that. And then I studied cultural heritage. And then, you know, when I was, I was actually very much, I, I really liked history and storytelling and all those things. But when I started working, I realized that I really liked the financial part as well. Uh, so I learned all, all everything about fundraising, and then at a and at some part in my career, I realized that I thought that teams are you know one of the best assets of an organization. So I um, developed myself as an interim manager, and during that, I was also a politician, and I saw so many. Mm, you know, I actually I kind of have a feeling like I I was so curious. You know, I just I I just want to know everything you know why things are done the way they are and I think I really learned that in politics and also that so many things are so so random and I was always very um 
well, actually angry about that, annoyed. And uh, you know, I think you have to be kind of angry when you're in politics because else what are you doing there, spending all your time um, you know, not really fighting for what you believe in. And I thought it was, you know, it should be so much better. So, you know, with all that experience right now, I'm a business coach. And, um, so I, you know, I've seen the business side of things. I've learned how to be a coach when I was very young and with my politics, I can easily, you know, direct people to, you know, to certain resources or, or, or in, you know, my network is super large. And, you know, if I find a chance to help them with my network, I, you know, I, I want to do that. And um, why did I want to say this? Oh, so, you know, and those were my lives, actually, not really nine yet, but I believe everyone has that. And everybody has, you know, such a kind of unlinear career and, well, anyway, <laughs> layered Berlin. Uh, so now you have the whole story. So that afternoon, Saturday afternoon, I uh, sorry, Sunday afternoon, I went to the performance, which my friend told me to go to and which he curated. And it was absolutely great it was an all-female lineup and with such a powerful message actually and this also inspired me to dive more into you know because it was also a little bit you know kind of a male spirit and vibe and it really inspired me to step step more into my male part of my life and uh, this is also, I guess, where my obsession for chat GPT started and I really allowed myself to start nerding out and uh, and then just, um, um, you know, play my the video games that I used. To, I really loved to play when I was a teenager. Uh, my favorite one was Transport Tycoon. It was actually, um, you know, it was actually developed before Roller Coaster Tycoon, but I loved Transport much more. So anyway, so... I allowed myself to be a nerd. So, so, and then on Sunday night, I completely forgot to eat the entire day, actually. And I realized that. And I had to take it a bit easier. And I went to bed early. And on Monday, I woke up knowing that I wanted to do the sales challenge. So I woke up super early and because I didn't want to miss anything of the city. So I hosted an Instagram live at 9.30 in the morning on Monday and uploaded it to YouTube and to that sales page, which I created. I don't know when I actually created it, probably on Saturday or on Sunday morning or something. And um, maybe or on that Monday morning and worked, you know, to write down all my takeaways and then, you know, of that sales challenge because I did get some conversations with people. And then I went to explore some more of the city of Berlin uh, you know, I saw many museums. I really loved the city lines and seeing it. And then I met another friend for a drink at 5 p.m. It was so nice connecting with him because he's actually a friend of a friend of mine. We hardly know each other, but it was very easy to talk. And then I went to the hotel and slept like a baby. And on Tuesday morning, I woke up again very early and hosted another Instagram live uploaded it and packed my stuff and went home um and I wrote down so much more on the train ride I knew what what I was going to expect you know for the internet connection and I was just super tired coming home and what I loved about the workation is that it allowed me to show uh what I've seen I created daily vlogs on my city trip and also the event I went to and which allowed me to be more visible on a larger in, in audience I did actually gain a lot of followers and I really liked kicking off my sales challenge in Berlin and it gives me this real remote work feeling that I absolutely love right you know like a <laughs> I'm thinking about Amalita in Sex and the City I'm a citizen of the world <laughs> 
<laughs> the way she says that. And um, yeah, actually, <laughs> that's a little bit the vibe I was in. Um, I did not receive a $12,000 bracelet from Van Cleef and our pals, but, you know, I think uh, maybe on my next trip uh, I, I might give myself that. <laughs> so about the money, actually, I spend about 150 euros a night at the Appledorn Hotel and then that for two nights. And then I spent 100 euros for travel first class in the train. I think that's insanely cheap, especially if you're used to going to Paris and about hundred euros for my hotel a night in Berlin. And that was three nights. So this was actually super cheap and it can be even cheaper because I did actually get quite a good hotel. Um, I think it was totally worth it. And actually I haven't spent that much money in the city itself. I was just visiting museums and, um, eating some small things along the way. And, so what I really wanted is to show my insights and ideas during the trip, you know, also in the daily vlogs and in my Instagram stories. And I wanted to be, and also another target for me was to be inspired by art and new surroundings. And I've seen Berlin about eight times and I just love being there. It's like a home away from home for me, a very easy city for me to go to. And I also really like the German language. I'm not saying that I can speak German, but I do like listening to it. So... Some general tips that I want to share with you are if you are planning to do a workation. So to choose the right location, you know, when selecting a location for your workation, consider a place that is, uh, you know, very possible to work in and also has a reliable internet con connectivity. So in my hotel, I had great internet um, connectivity. And, you know, also look for a location that also offers a range of activities to enjoy during your free time. So for me... Art museums or museums in general are really great. I love that. But also, of course, sand or beach. But it's it generally doesn't really inspire me to during a vacation. I I experienced that. I experienced that in Ibiza, and you know, I liked it. But I mean, it's not really where. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What am I saying? Maybe I am actually really. <laughs> I like it all. <laughs> but if it's just a nondescript place, I I normally I don't really like it. So. Second tip I want to give you, which I didn't do, but actually I should have done, is to plan your work schedule. So to set realistic expectations, especially when you're working for a boss or a supervisor, uh, you know, about your availability and deadlines and everything so that you can manage your work obligations without feeling overwhelmed. I don't have a boss or a supervisor, um, so I could just decide this for myself and I should have been a little bit more supervising in this. <laughs> Um, you know, pack all the necessary equipment, your laptop, charger, headphones, and anything else. I forgot my tripod for my phone, and you can see my Instagram live on that Monday. You can find it on Instagram, but also on uh, bureausbb.com slash sales challenge. You can, you can see, you know, my phone uh, falling off multiple times during that live, and, you know, on the next day I found a solution, but still it was very annoying. <laughs> I did actually bring my snowball microphone. So, and, you know, of course, pack clothes that are comfortable and, you know, appropriate to work in. And um, you can also really establish a routine where you decide not to work because, you know, I'm someone who can actually very easily not work. Um, so I can really relax if I want to. And, um, 
but I know that some some of my listeners don't. <laughs> so really do stick to, you know, just your work hours. I don't know, once say maybe four hours a day because you still want to enjoy, you know, the environment you're in, and uh, you know, and that's it. And really stick to it. So. If you want to plan some of your activities, research the local attractions and plan your activities in advance if you want to. Um, I did do that for a couple of things that I saw. I should have done more dinner reservations because I, well, I didn't. And I also forgot about them. And, you know, that's the thing when I'm traveling alone, I kind of forget about myself. And that was a great insight, right? So (laughs) something to talk about with my therapist. (laughs) Uh, but you know, I know that I'm not going to screw up next time. So, uh, you know, also manage your expectations, you know, try to make the most of your time and also enjoy a productive vacation. You know, it's not a vacation. Um, so you are kind of focused. So I would actually suggest to also have some vacations, which are just 100% a vacation. And then also bring your journals, pens, post-its, everything that will get you inspired. So up next for me is the US and Antwerp, um, where I'm going to do a workation. So I will be going to New York and upstate New York to visit my best friend in June. And I'm also planning to work from there. And my husband, who works for a boss, will also be joining me. And I'm so excited how it will turn out. And this is really going to be an experiment, you know, to do it together. And also actually with with our friend, we're going to work from his home and um, yeah, see how it's going. And um yeah, I just really want to see my friend. And uh, so this is a way that we <laughs> work around this without losing too much time or money. And I'm also going to plan, I'm also planning to going to Antwerp at the beginning of October because of the World Championships of Gymnastics. I am considering getting an Airbnb for the entire week and just hang out in the stadium the entire week, you know, also for the trials. I haven't booked this trip yet because I'm a little bit, I'm not really sure if I should go to the, to the trials or the qualifications is actually called. And, uh, because actually it can be quite boring, but this is something that's never really being, um, shown on TV. And I really love that part as well. Uh, I'm a really, I'm, I'm a gym buff. I love gymnastics. So when I was, you know, doing my sports coach education, I was actually trying to, uh, or I, no, actually not trying. I actually did get a diploma on how to help, um, gymnasts at that top level. Um, so I haven't booked this trip yet, but uh, it will come, I guess. And it's also right after my big best, big, Big Business Mastermind launch of September, so it's going to be perfect. And now it's time for one of your questions. Hi, Sarah. This is Danielle. Um, I have a question regarding the title that you use to uh, call yourself, like what you're doing in your business. Uh, I know that you also personally struggled with calling yourself a business coach because you have a an honest opinion about uh, business coaches in the market. Um, And I'm struggling with it myself. I don't want to call myself a business coach, but I'm struggling what to call myself. What kind of advice would you have for someone who is struggling to decide on, um, yeah, what to call yourself? Thank you. The title that you use to call yourself, I love that question. And yes, Danielle knows that I struggled with this too. Uh, especially as a business coach, you know, I think the mass, the, um, 
you know, I think it's a great, great profession, but there's also a lot of coaches that aren't really, I mean, not, I mean, they are different than I am. Let's, let's just say, let's just put it that way. And um, I actually was thinking about this, you know, why did I eventually decide that I wanted to call myself a business coach? And I know that Danielle's working also for organizations. So I kind of mixed up those two experiences, um, experiences in my answer. So if you primarily offer guidance and support to businesses, you could consider calling yourself a business consultant, a strategist, or an advisor. And I think that's where the difference lies. If you focus more on helping individuals develop their business skills and achieve their goals, you might consider using the title of business coach, mentor, or trainer. And, you know, ultimately the the title you choose accurately reflects should actually accurately reflect the services that you provide and the expertise you bring to the table so i think it's important to choose a title that is both descriptive and professional and that resonates with your target audience so maybe if you're looking at the difference between you know a coach and you know for instance as an interim manager as an example, as an interim manager, I was always, um, I was actually a coach to the team, but I didn't really call myself interim coach uh, because it was multiple people. And I don't know, you know, how I got to that point, but that's a little bit how I, um, yeah, how I kind of made the distinction. And so, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's my advice for you. So, yeah, best of luck with this. And uh, uh, I think I think I know the answer already. And you know what? The thing is also you attract people from a certain job title or job description or business description, but you can always slide in, you know, coaching if you want. Now I have a question for you. Are you planning your next workation yet? And maybe can you combine it with an event like I did? Maybe, for example, a nice weekend in Amsterdam around September 7th when I'm hosting my event. Um, But what's keeping you right now from doing this? And what kind of help do you need making that decision? And I'm not saying that you have to do it, but it's just a nice exercise to do this weekend or, you know, whenever you're listening to this. Think about, you know, is a vocation something for me? Listening to my advice and, yeah, is it maybe something that you want? Thank you for listening to Big Business with Sarah. If you've enjoyed today's episode, leave a five-star review and hit subscribe. If you're ready for your next step in business, you can find out how to work with me in the show notes. Do not forget to submit your coaching question for one of my next episodes. Have a happy day.